Hi, it's Michael Sinoff with Michael Sinoff's HardToFindSeminars.com. The title of this interview is called How to Have a Career from Your Kitchen Using Little More Than a Telephone in the Power of Your Voice. Raven Blair Davis hosts a radio show called Careers from the Kitchen Table that showcases practical home-based business opportunities for today's economy. She recently discovered HardToFindSeminars.com from her sister and wanted to interview me so her listeners could learn how audio interviews can help them make significant income from the comfort of their kitchen table. And the beauty of audio is that it costs very little to produce, can be used in many different ways to make money, and it's convenient for users who want to fill up their iPods while listening while they multitask. And because Raven says many of her audio listeners have either lost their jobs or are looking to advance their businesses with little or no money, I tell her the cheapest ways I know how to put together quality audio interviews along with some real-life examples of how to land interviews and make money right away. You'll also hear ways to combine audio interviews with affiliate programs, such such as how to look for products with high margins, how to negotiate a good deal with the owner of the products, and how to use audios to make yourself a nice little affiliate check every month. You'll also learn how to land the big interviews, exactly what to say to let them know you're worth their time. You'll learn ways to repurpose your audio interviews, including book collections and e-courses. You'll learn all about contracts and how I keep it all legal and ethical. You'll learn how to price your products and audios. You'll learn the quickest and easiest ways to find the hot market. You'll learn ways to make joint ventures or alliances with other businesses and use their mailing list to email your promotions and why you should never be concerned if someone says no. If you're considering a career from your kitchen table, there are many recipes for success you can look at. Creating audio interviews is just one of them, but because it's easy, cheap, fast, and versatile, it's one you should definitely consider. And in this interview, you'll hear all about it. The whole meat and potatoes. Now let's get going. Welcome to Careers from the Kitchen Table, the show that teaches you how to cook without the cooking. Hi, this is Raven Blair Davis. I'm the host of the show, and we appreciate you coming back yet again to visit us. Thank you very much. As you know, each and every week we bring you straight talk from the experts, I kid you not, giving you some good old home recipes of success so that you, my friend, can begin to build a business from your home, or maybe you just want to do your career from the home. Your choice is yours. We always tell you we like to show you how to get from that hectic, hectic highway to the smooth sailing hallway, and you are at the right place at the right time, especially today, because I'm so excited to have the guest that I'm going to be bringing you today. I want you to think of something as you listen to our full hour today, and I want you to think about that there is power in your voice. Yeah. There's power in your voice, and our guest today is going to show you how much power that actually is and how you can make money from your voice. How cool is that? And so my guest today, wow, this is definitely a dream come true interview. You know, I always tell you when it's one of my dreams, and he is a dream come true interview. I met Michael a few months ago through my sister Tracy. She kind of said, oh, you got to check out this site. And when I did, it was just phenomenal. Phenomenal. His name is Michael Sinoff, and he's the founder and executive editor of HardToFindSeminars.com. Let me tell you a little bit about Michael before I bring him on. Michael is an experienced Internet marketer and talk show host and a popular professional interviewer. He has taught 100% online. Yes, 100% online. Doesn't do a whole lot of travel at all. And he's taught people around the country and around the world to more than 50,000 students. His website, hardtofindseminars.com, started in 1992, buying and selling pre-owned Jay Abraham seminars, Gary Halbert seminars, and Dan Kennedy seminars, books, and tapes for pennies on a dollar. Now his over-the-top online audio interview website is listed in the top 1%. Did you hear that? Top 1% of most visited websites in the world. Michael has also worked as a coach and advisor to the famous marketing consultants. Well, you name them, he's worked with them for sure. Now he's the author of the book, Talk Yourself Rich, 
86% of the revealing proprietary secrets on the subject of how to make more money with audio interviews and the soon-to-be-released sequel, Audio Marketing Secrets, How to Make Your Own Information Products Using Audio Interviews. Michael, welcome to Careers from the Kitchen Table. Oh, I'm so excited. Wow, Raven. I really appreciate that. I am flattered, and what a great, great introduction. I really appreciate that. Thank you. Well, you're very welcome. You're deserving of it. And I know we got lots to cover. You know, I wanted to give you the full hour because, you know, you are just a man when it comes to interviewing. That's for sure. You definitely have mastered the art. And there is an art to that, isn't it? Is there an art? I don't know if you've ever met or your listeners have ever met good listeners or maybe met people who just talk damn too much. <laughs> and if someone just talks too much, they can't be a good listener. So I think the art is shutting your mouth and being a good listener. And I don't know where I heard this quote. God gave you two ears and one mouth so you'd listen twice as much as you talk. So I wouldn't say it's an art. I think it's just common sense. And there isn't a listener right now listening to your show who cannot do this and cannot do what I have done. Well, before we jump into our questions, I know you are a man of stories. And you know what? Our listeners here at Careers from the Kitchen Table, they love a good story. So let's start with yours. What got you into doing this? Okay, what got me into all this blabbing and talking and interviewing <laughs> and asking questions? I think, first of all, I'm just naturally a curious person. And all these interviews I've been doing over the years, really they're all from a selfish point of view. It's all because I wanted to learn stuff. But I had a magic little tool, and that is a little digital recorder where I could get on the phone with someone just like you're talking to me, and we are recording, and we're capturing that magic. We're capturing the words that I'm saying and the questions that you're asking, and we're able to harness that and hold that, and we don't ever have to remember because we've got it canned and cloned. And that's a quote from a great mentor of mine, a guy named Gary Halbert. But how this all started was years ago when eBay was just getting going, and I was living in San Diego. California down at the beach I kind of came out here to follow that California dream and I'm from Atlanta Georgia originally and I came out here involved in the multi-level marketing industry. I graduated college from the University of Alabama, so I'm a southern boy, and grew up in Atlanta and then came out here for that California dream, wanted to check out the sunshine. I lived right on the ocean for the first nine months in a little two-bedroom place and drove out here with a buddy of mine from college. And I didn't know what I was going to do. I just knew I wanted to come out here and just, you know, I guess like those early settlers, come stake my claim. I didn't know what I was going to do. And I floundered from multi-level marketing to some telemarketing jobs. And multi-level marketing was a good experience. I learned a lot from that. There was good training, but I could never make any money from it. And I needed to do something where I could support myself. And I got involved with eBay. And as I had a quest for learning marketing, there was this marketing dude named Jay Abraham. And I didn't know anything about him, but someone said, go check him out, just like your sister told you to check me out. And so I checked this guy out, and I had studied a lot of Zig Ziglar and Brian Tracy, some of the real commercial names in selling. I've always had a quest for learning. So I checked this dude named Jay Abraham out, and I found out this guy was putting on these seminars, $20,000 to go to one of his seminars. Ooh. And I said, what? $20,000 to go to a seminar? What is this guy doing at these seminars, you know? So 20 grand, and I'm like, man, this has got to be good. I mean, come on, when you hear someone doing a seminar for $20,000, that gets your attention. You want to know, what in the heck is this guy teaching for $20,000? I know. I called his office, and there was a guy who answered the phone. I said, yeah, I heard about these seminars, and what other kind of products do you have? And I was broke. I mean, I had no money. And he pitched me on a set of these videos, two videos, a set called Optimization. And it was Jay Abraham's main philosophy at that time on marketing and the three ways to grow a business. And it was recorded at a Tony Robbins seminars. Everyone's seen Tony Robbins, the guy with the big teeth on TV. And so I knew who Tony Robbins Robbins was, since I had seen him on TV, and I think I even ordered his personal power, trying to get some more power for myself at the time, and I watched it, and this thing, it just blew me away, because I had been studying sales and stuff, but this was the marketing part. If you know how to sell, that's great. Let's say you're knocking on doors, and you can only knock on so many doors in a day, but when you understand marketing, marketing is like the salesmanship. If you're a good salesman, multiplied. 
And then I really got into this stuff, and I found a guy who had gone to the seminar, and I asked him if he would sell me his used seminar. Because when you pay $20,000 to go to his seminar, you get to come home with all the recordings of the seminar on cassette tape. He'll give them to you on CD. At that time, CD wasn't going, but he'll give you the transcripts, written word-for-word transcripts. And he just threw in a huge pile of all his material, like his life's work, up until that point, and that was in the early 90s. So you know how people are. Most people will get a book and never even finish the first chapter. Would you agree? I totally agree. Well, you got people who went to this $20,000 seminar, and you got to keep in mind a lot of businesses maybe paid for their employees to go or they used it as a write-off, and they just didn't value the $20,000 seminar. And they came home with all this stuff, and they would be sitting on it, and they never did anything with it. And so I got this list from this guy, and I found someone in San Diego where I was living who had gone to the $20,000 seminar. I called him up on the phone. I said, hey, this is kind of a weird call, but I got your number as someone who went to that Jay Abraham seminar seven years ago, and by any chance, would you still have those tapes and stuff sitting around? And they said, well, we sure do. And so I negotiated and was able to buy a set of those tapes for $50. She had everything. She paid 20 I got them for 50 I went over there with my wife, and we picked them up. I went inside. There they were, all in the box, the books, the tapes, everything. And I came home, and then I just started devouring it. And this seminar was a seminar on how to make money as a marketing consultant. Jay Abraham was a real good marketing consultant where he would approach businesses and show them how to grow the business. And he'd say, if I can make you a dollar, would you pay me 25 cents? And so he was real good at that and made millions and millions of dollars. And I thought, wow, that would be a great thing. And I wanted to get into that. So I started studying all that stuff and just kind of honing my knowledge and learning more and more. But then eBay was coming around, and I had studied that, and I wanted to learn how to sell something on eBay. And I had this digital camera, and I was engaged at the time. And I think I moved in at that time with my fiancé, and I wanted to buy this big blue barbecue grill. Now, this isn't any ordinary grill. This is called a Kamado, K-A-M-A-D-O. Kamado is the ancient cooking method, I think, all the way back from Japan, thousands of years ago. But this thing looks like a big old genie bottle, and it's a smoker. You know, when you smoke ribs or you smoke something at low temperature? I love cooking, and I love barbecue, so you could barbecue with it, or you could smoke meats with it. But there was a problem, Raven. It was $1,700, and I was getting ready to get married, and my wife did not want me to spend that oh, money. Oh, no. And I said, fine, then I'm selling my Jay Abraham tapes. And I put them on eBay, and I said, pre-owned Jay Abraham tapes, and sure enough, I sold them. Don't quote me. I think it was like $1,700, about the same price as the grill. Oh, really? Yeah, so I sold the set of tapes on eBay, and I couldn't believe it. I paid $50, sold them for 1700 so I made myself a nice profit, and I bought my grill, and I thought, hmm, this may be a good little business. Because you know that guy who sent me the list of the people in California who went to the seminar? Mm-hmm. I started calling all those people and seeing how many of those J. Abraham seminars I could collect from people. And I see you like me, you're a telephone person, huh? Yeah, I just hit the phones. And so I found probably five or six more in California. And then I'd have people ship them to me, and I'd have people sometimes give them to me for free. Sometimes I'd pay $200, sometimes 500 for the set, because I'd break it all down and resell it. And then in one of the boxes was a master list of 900 people who went to that seminar. You're listening to an exclusive interview found on Michael Sinoff's hardtofindseminars.com. Oh, what a list. And it had the name, it had the phone number, it had the address. And so I was selling these things. It was a very hot market on eBay for pre-owned Abraham stuff because eBay was new. There was no one else doing what I was doing, no competition. And for a single guy selling Jay Abraham stuff on eBay, I was doing pretty good because I wasn't paying much for it. So fundamental concept in business, buy low, sell high. Find a market demand, and eBay is great for that. For your listeners, eBay is just such a little laboratory where you can determine markets and what sells and what doesn't sell. And so I worked eBay in buying and selling hard-to-find seminar material for years and years. That's why I called it hard-to-find seminars. Wow. Okay, so that's 
really interesting. And I was wondering how that name came about, Hard to Find Seminars. So thanks for sharing that story. There's a lot of meat in that story. <laughs> so I want to advise listeners to go back and listen to that again on the replay. Okay, but I understand how you got going as far as, you know, getting your tapes and audios of seminars and selling them on eBay. But how did you transition that into saying, hey, I want to interview people? Okay, great question. Well, I knew with marketing, I knew with what I had, it wasn't going to last forever. Remember I told you there were only 900 names on that list? Mm-hmm. Well, eventually, first of all, this list was about seven years old, so I couldn't get in touch with all of these people. Actually, it was older than seven years. And I knew that my source for pre-owned J. Abraham seminar material was going to dry up. I couldn't go print these. I wasn't counterfeiting stuff. I wasn't going to Kinko's making copies. I was only selling original material that people paid for and went to the seminar. So everything I sold was original stuff that people paid money for. So the writing was on the wall. I needed to get something else going besides this pre-owned marketing seminars. I needed to develop my own products. And so it just happened by accident. There was some marketing buddies that I had made during those years who were into this Jay Abraham stuff, and I started learning about marketing. And I had some software on my computer that could record a conversation. And there was a guy who called me, and we said, let's do a recording. And I asked him questions about marketing, and I asked him how he was making money. Really, I didn't have any plans of doing an interview site, but it went so well that I just started doing recordings as a way to make it easier for people to absorb the information on my website. Because I figured, you know, you got these websites and you got these real long sales letters and some people don't want to read. They maybe don't have time or they're too lazy. And I learned to do a recording and to turn that recording into what's called an MP3 file. And when I first started my website, hardtofindseminars.com, it was only a one-page website. And it was the story of the Blue Barbecue Grill and how I found all these J. Abraham tapes and how I buy and sell them. And it was just one page. But at the top of that page, I put this MP3 recording that said, hey, if you're too busy to read the sales letter, you can download this MP3. And so it was just a way to help the visitors who came to my site to give me an extra edge for the visitor who came to my site to get the information about what hardtofindseminars.com was about so they could download it and listen to it or so they could click on it and the little player on their computer would play it for them, almost like spoon-feed them the information. Because when you have a website and you're trying to get your information into someone's brain, you got to make it easy for people. And that's all I was trying to do. And then I just started doing these interviews. I told you at the beginning, it was all from a selfish motive. I just wanted to learn everything I could from business experts and marketing people. And I'd say, hey, can I interview you? And I like to ask questions. I think I'm pretty good at it. And I think I'm a good listener. And I was just interviewing these business experts really just for myself so I could learn. But I was also doing it as a way to keep people coming back to my website. And I was also enacting that natural law, you know, give and you shall receive. Yeah, I wanted to give some real good value, and I wanted people to remember the name of the site. They say, man, there's a site out there, and he's got these great interviews, and they're not bad interviews. They're pretty good. I can't believe he's giving all this stuff away for free. And that's how it all started, and just kept doing it and doing it and doing it and doing it and building upon it and making it bigger and better and longer interviews and more topics. And, you know, four or five years later, all that stuff adds up. Yeah, and for those listening, you got to go check them out. You know, we'll be taking a break pretty soon. Again, it's hardtofindseminars.com. That's www.hardtofindseminars.com. And, you know, when you get there, you'll see that Michael has over 117 hours of free downloadable audio interviews. Free downloadable audio interviews, and they pertain to sales, marketing, and business success experts. Remember, this man is the world's leading free digital audio business library. You've got to check him out. But you know what, Michael, before we go to commercial break, you know, we have listeners here that lots of them have just lost their job. And they're here to listen to careers from the kitchen table to think of different creative ways that they can get going in a business. And then we have other people that listen to our show 
that already have a business and they're looking for ways to, you know, advance that business, things that they can do that they haven't done, step out the box and get more creative. So that's why I wanted to have you on the show. And me being a talk show host, I understand that there is power in the voice and what all you can do with it. So I'd like to jump in with a series of questions. And we're going to start off with the person that is not in business, thinking about it, doesn't have a lot of money. Is it going to take a lot of money for them to get going and become an interviewing expert in their particular industry? No, it's not going to take a lot of money at all. Hopefully, you have a telephone. You can download a free trial of products that allow you to record a digital audio recording. There's websites that offer this service. They'll give you a 30-day free trial. I know freeconferencecall.com is one. Yeah, excellent. Freeconferencecall.com is a resource that allows you to record a telephone conversation. You know, there's a device when I first started that I used from Radio Shack, which you don't even need today. If you have Internet service and a quiet place to talk on the phone, you can create a digital audio recording. Now, there are some tricky things like editing the recording, and you may be confused about what an MP3 file is, but don't worry about that. Don't let that stop you. You can go on to craigslist.com or you can go on to a website called Elance where there's freelancers, people who know all the technical stuff, who know about how to edit recordings, who know what an MP3 file is. All you have to be willing to do is sit on your bum, invite someone to be interviewed. You can do it by phone or you can send an email that says, hey, would you like to be interviewed? Or can I interview you? Or can you do me a favor? Can you help me out? I'm kind of putting this little website together. Or I'd love to interview you. Or I'd love to talk about how you got to where you are. Or you're so great and you are just such an expert at this or that. Can I ask you a few questions about how you got there? And you know what? Most experts at something love to talk about themselves. And their wife or their husband or their friend probably never even ask them about what they do. You know, experts are passionate about whatever their expertise is. And in many cases, there's probably a lot of people who never share that passion. So when you approach them to say, tell me about your passion, tell me about your expertise, will you share this with me? They are flattered because no one in their life has ever asked them that before because no one really cares enough to know about it. You know, sometimes not even their spouse. So you're going to be real surprised at if you ask how you shall receive, someone will say, sure, I'd love to help you out. And then experts generally got to the top of where they are because they're probably pretty good people, nice people too. And nice people like to help other people out. So it's not going to be hard to invite someone to be interviewed, and it's not going to cost you a lot of money whatsoever. You just got to have the courage and the confidence to just do that first one, just kind of like diving off a diving board. It's always going to be scary at the first one, and people are going to think their voice sounds stupid because we all sound different <laughs> when we listen to ourselves. Yeah. Or they think that they don't know how to ask the questions. or All these little voices in your head, they're going to keep you from doing it. They're all nonsense. Plus, no one cares how you sound. People aren't listening to my interviews to hear how I sound. Maybe your listeners are, but like when you go to my site, I'm always the guy doing the interview. Right. Like, Raven, when people listen to your show, I'm sure you're a nice person, but let's get real here. <laughs> they don't care about you. Yeah, and the content that the experts are bringing. They want to hear your experts. Uh-huh. You're just a conduit, just like Oprah Winfrey. Oprah's great, but they want to see her guests, Dr. Oz and all the great guests she has on the show. That's what they're interested in. So you got to get out of your own way. you got to get your ego in check because if you're all concerned with how you sound and what people are going to think about me, get over it. No one cares. They want to hear your guests. I 100% agree. And that's one thing I had to tell myself at the beginning because when I first started interviewing Michael, because I was one of those people, I was like, well, you know, my voice is kind of deep for a woman and all that stuff. And I really was not in love with my voice, but I've been doing telemarketing for over 25 years, so I was very comfortable with being over the phone. So I'm like, well, forget it. My thing is I'm going to bring the best of the best on and people will listen because they will give great, great information. And that's what you do, Michael. You're giving people an opportunity to hear from people they normally would not hear from about all kinds of topics and you're giving it free. That's amazing because you have 
tons and tons and tons of audios on every subject, and I just find your site fascinating. I can talk to you about that all day, but we're going to go ahead and move on. Okay. Let me ask you this. Okay, so we know that it doesn't take a lot of money for them to get started, and you said that they don't really have to be someone famous to get a high-profile person on their, say, show, but to do the interview for their book or audio. That's where most people are going to have the problem because they're looking at where they are now, and they're saying, how in the world am I going to call Michael Sinoff or how am I going to call Jay Abraham or someone of that level? And I don't have a book. You know, I barely got my business up. What would you say to them? Well, you do have to kind of have a plan, okay? Sometimes people will do it for nothing, but if you want to increase your chances of getting the interview, you could have what we call intentions. So I don't want you to have to lie or anything, but let's say that you're planning on doing a collection of interviews with the world's greatest, smartest women business owners, okay? And let's say that's something you're really interested in learning about, and then you have this list of all these great women business owners. Then when you call their secretary or you email them directly, you give them a reason why they may want to be interviewed. Now, think about Oprah Winfrey. Think about Larry King. Think about all the famous people who go on these shows that you watch on your TV set being interviewed. Why are they doing those interviews? Are they doing it for their health? They're doing it for exposure. What are they doing? They're promoting their latest movie. They're promoting a book. They're promoting a cause, a charity. They're on there for some reason. So they get to plug whatever they're promoting at the end of the interview or during the interview or maybe several places during the interview. But at the same time, they have to be willing to be interviewed. That's the trade-off. Tom Cruise goes on Oprah. Oprah says, come on, Tom, I'll put you in front of millions and millions of people. And Tom says, that's fine, but it's understood that Tom gets to talk about his new movie. That's the deal. That's the negotiation. So when you're approaching a woman business owner and you contact her, what is your reason why she wants to do an interview with you? When you contact her, you can say, hey, I'm Michael Sinoff. I am putting together the world's leading website of interviews with women business owners, and I'd like to invite you to be one of our guests on our show. And a website can be a show, and your website may not even be done yet because you are putting it together. Now, why would that woman business owner say yes? She's going to say yes for potential exposure because she's going to come on the show. She's going to get potential exposure. You know, when people are interviewed on radio stations, there's no guarantee that they're going to get tons and tons of business. People do interviews hoping that they're going to get more business, hoping that they're going to get more notoriety hoping that it's going to come back to them in some positive way. But, you know, Ray, when you approach me, I know there's no guarantee other than me giving good value to your listeners that I'm going to get anything back for that. I'm doing it because I know something good will come out of it. And even if it's not monetarily, at least I'll be able to expose your listeners to my site, hardtofindseminars.com, and you just never know down the road. And I think that's how most people view it, doing an interview. So there is an understanding between the interviewer and the interviewee. So I would tell your listeners, when you approach them, come up with some reasons why they want to do the interview with you. Right. Well, you know what? That's good that you brought that up because you're right. I think a lot a lot of times we don't get going in different types of business because we're setting ourselves up with all these fears and all these what ifs. But like you said, get the ego out of the way, forget all that, just move forward in what you really are passionate about and what you believe. And the doors will open. I always say it's not what you say, it's how you say it. If you speak with confidence and assurity, you're most likely you're going to get what you want. But if you speak like really timid, and not quite sure and go and making the call like this person's probably going to say no, then you've already set yourself up for failure. Yeah. That's for sure. We're going to come back. We are speaking with Michael Sinoff. And this man, as you can see, is just absolutely incredible. He's the founder and executive editor of the famous hardtofindseminars.com. If you have not checked this man out while we go to break, I recommend you go right now to hardtofindseminars.com and take the tour. It's unbelievable. Over 117 hours of free, F-R-E-E, downloadable audio interviews on sales, marketing, and business success experts. Michael Sinoff, he's the man. Check him out. Back right after this commercial break. All right, everyone. Welcome back to the second part of our show. You're listening to Careers from the Kitchen Table. 
My name is Raven Blair Davis. I'm the host of the show. My guest today is Michael Sinoff, founder and executive editor of HardToFindSeminars.com. And if you've been wondering, have we been cooking today? Yes, we have been cooking up in here. As always, we are giving you lots of good old home recipes of success so that you can begin to start the career from the home that you've always wanted or the business from your home that you've always dreamed about so you can get off that highway and start going for that commute to that smooth sailing hallway because I can tell you how sweet it is. Right, Mike? That is right. (laughs) That's right. We're going to jump back into our questions for the second part. Michael has shared his story on how he got going and being a master true master of doing nothing but top interviews, and hopefully if you hadn't had a chance to check out his site, you definitely will by the time we finish this interview. Mike, thank you for sharing all that you've shared with us so far. I want to jump into some questions now to get the listeners really going in this. So you've given us a really good idea. In fact, you've given us two or three short scripts on how to go about doing this. Let's talk about the different ways you can do the interview once you land it, obviously on audio, but you can repurpose that in many different ways. Can you share a little information on that for us? Absolutely. You know, some of the interviews, I have to tell you, when you come to my site, I am going to try and sell you something. Now, you come to my site, there's a lot of free stuff, and it's just going to be great content, and it's going to give tons and tons of value. But sprinkled throughout all these interviews, I have got a little master plan that's really sneaky. And you may come across one of my interviews, say, for example, let's say you're in selling. And, Raven, you said you did some telemarketing at one time? Yes, I did. Well, I've got a recording on my website called Cold Calling Techniques, okay? Okay. So let's say you're in sales and someone's out there hitting the phones and they see Cold Calling Techniques. Well, that applies to them. And I bet they're going to go click on that link, Cold Calling Techniques. And then they're going to see my interview with this master expert cold calling trainer. I call him the cold calling king. And they're going to read the headline about what it's about, and they're going to read the description, and then they're going to have the ability to either play the recording on the Internet from their computer. They can download the MP3 file, which allows them to put it on their iPod or to burn it onto a CD to be able to take that interview with them on the road. They are not stuck in front of my computer. One of the big things I do that very few marketers do is I give the visitor to the website the ability to take their audio with them. And you can buy these cheap iPods and MP3 players. You can get an MP3 player for 15 bucks off of eBay that you can load that MP3 file on and it has a little battery in there and you can take it while you exercise or while you're walking or while you're standing in line at the post office. Now, I also give the visitor the ability to download the transcripts, word-for-word transcripts. There are some people who are readers. They love reading, and they can read faster than they can listen. There's some people like me who can't stand to read and like to just listen. And then there's some people who like video. I don't have much video on the side, a little bit. But by being able to do the interview and have it transcribed word for word and to create the transcripts of the interview, I am able to repurpose that audio interview. So back to my example, cold calling techniques. If you're interested in learning how to do cold calling, I have set up a special arrangement with the gentleman I interviewed on cold calling, and we have an agreement that if someone listens to that interview, and at the end of the interview, I ask him, I say, well, how can more people learn more information about your cold calling program? Because he creates a whole training, like the University of Cold Calling. And I'd say, well, all you need to do for more information is go to www.painfreecoldcalls.com. Now, that's a URL. www is a URL, and it's one that I control. So when someone clicks on that, I can program it and make it go to his website. So it goes to my expert's website, and I have an agreement that if anyone buys any part of his program that he sells on his website, I get 50% of what he makes. Good point. Can I stop you right there? Yes. Number one, how do you set that up in your conversation with them? Because I know you're talking about affiliate programs. And what if they don't have an affiliate? Okay, affiliate program is simply all kinds of businesses out there on the Internet or even big companies that are not on the Internet, mainly on the Internet. An affiliate program is when they say, hey, if you help us sell or refer our product or service to your friends, we'll pay you a commission. Now, there is a website any of your listeners can go to, two of them, in fact. One is called ClickBank 
ClickBank.com, ClickBank.com, then you must have 20,000 different products where people say, if you want to sell my product, I'm game. And you can go to this website, you can search different categories, it could be business, it could be cooking, it could be recipes, anything your heart desires, you can find a product that you may think is really cool, and if you refer it and share it with a friend and say, hey, I want to help you sell this thing, they'll pay you anywhere from 20 to 80% of what the product sells for. Now, that's finding a product where you don't have to ask. There's another one called Commission Junction, commissionjunction.com. It's another huge database of products of people who have already raised their hand and say, hey, help me sell my product and I'll pay you money. But with this example, this gentleman did have an affiliate program, but he was only paying 10%. And, you know, you were talking about confidence. And I said to myself, well, look, I'm going to do this whole interview with you. And by being able to do an interview and being able to get it up on a website, you hold a little power in your hands, okay? It's like Oprah, she's pretty powerful, wouldn't you say? Oh, yeah. People kind of kiss her hand. (laughs) Okay? Well, when you've got a platform to host an interview, like your radio station, I mean, you understand what I'm saying. You've got some power. That you can negotiate. Now, I tell your listeners, you just can't be chicken. You just got to ask for it. Now, this guy was paying 10%. I said, well, look, I'm going to do this interview with you. I'm going to edit it. I'm going to feature it up on my website. But 10%, I mean, if I do this and get this on my site, and you're the only cold calling guy on my website, would you pay me 50% of whatever I sell? And he agreed. He said yes. So since he had already other affiliates selling his stuff, he just goes into his little control panel on the affiliate software and changes my commission to 50%. That's really good. And, you know, speaking of percentages, is there such a thing as don't mess with it if it's too little? Like, you know, on book sales, it's not a whole lot on there. That's a good question, Raven. Here's the thing. You can have an interview that can sell a product for $20,000. You can have an interview that sells a product for $5,000. And you can have an interview that sells a product for $10. It takes the same amount of work to do the interview, to edit it, to ask the questions, to do the research, to get it up on your website. And you have different markets out there. You have people paying $20,000 for business opportunities. You have people paying for McDonald's franchises. You have people paying $10,000 for this. So what I would say is since it takes the same amount of work, why don't you sell something that sells for a pretty high ticket? There's nothing wrong with that, but there's also nothing wrong with selling something for 20 or $30. That's okay, too, because you can probably sell more of them. There's less of a price resistance. What about books that are usually 17 bucks? You know, unless you have lots of names to market it to, I'd go for something where you can make $200 or 150 300 400 500 Look for stuff that has high margins. Now, a lot of the products on ClickBank, you may not be able to find on ClickBank these real high-end products, but there isn't a product or service out there that you can't call the owner up and say, hey, I want to try and sell some of your products. And especially if they're information products or digital products that can be downloaded for the Internet, you've got to understand after those products are produced, there is no cost. It's only your production costs and the delivery of it to be downloaded on the Internet costs nothing. So a seller has nothing to lose to take a chance on you to pay you 50, 60, 70% of what the product sells for if you're willing to go out and do the work. I think that's phenomenal. And what I like about that really, Michael, is that any of the listeners listening right now, if you don't have a product out there and you're not even ready to go start interviewing, you right now, Michael has given you a true golden nugget that you can get out there right now and start producing income off of what other people have done. That's amazing. There's nothing better. So let me just bring you an example. My cold calling techniques, okay? I just got my affiliate check from them for $1,000 for this month. And they pay out every month. Now, this is one stupid little interview I did with this guy on cold calling. It's been on my site for probably four years. I did it once. I wrote the description once. I put it up there. I had it transcribed. And it's in a good position. And it gets listened to all the time. And it's just like a little money-making machine. You do the work once, and it sits there. I don't have to deal with the customer. I don't have to ship anything out. There's no customer service. 
That is the beauty of an affiliate program that, like I said, you've got tens of thousands of products set up on affiliate programs and then combining it with an audio interview. You see those tens of thousands of affiliate programs, I guarantee you there aren't 10 of them using audio recordings to sell and get their sales message across. You see, a lot of people get stuck in this process because if they're not doing audio interviews, they would have to write out a sales letter or if they have to try and sell the product through the written word, writing with your hand. But with talking, everyone knows how to talk and everyone is used to listening to that question and answer format, interview format, which we've all been programmed by watching Oprah and all the Larry Kings and Montel Williams and all of that. So we talk with our mouth rather than write with our hand. We talk our sales message. I mean, we've been talking now, Raven, almost 50 minutes. I mean, if we transcribed this, I've probably got 50 pages of transcripts. And I didn't have to think about it. You know how hard it is to write something. The magic is it's so simple to talk. And when you're interviewing your expert, they're already an expert at something. They don't have to think about what they're going to say. They have it. It's internalized. You just got to ask the little question. Shut your mouth, be quiet, and let them talk. Let them blah, 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 blah. Let them talk, 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 and they're going to go into a talking frenzy because they're going to fall in love with the way they sound, and you're getting it all on a recording. And then you have the luxury of editing it out. You know, at the end of the interview, they're not even going to remember what they said, but you're going to have captured gold. And once you clean that recording up, you've got a little selling machine, just like I described in this little interview on cold calling techniques. And if you listen to this one on cold calling techniques, you'll see how powerful it is as a sales message. And you're also doing your site visitor or the person listening a real favor by giving it to them in an audio format because it's a lot easier to listen to an hour audio while you're exercising or in the car on a CD. Who's got time to sit down and read 50 pages? They love listening. Yeah, Yeah, it's about getting the message inside your guest's head. And the more chances and the more ways I can get it inside their brain, whether it's they read it or listen to it, or I even have a piece of software called Speed Up My MP3. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I've seen that on your phone. Yeah, you can speed it up and you can listen to accelerated audio and easily understand it. It's kind of like speed reading but speed listening. Yeah, I've seen that on your site. I love it. You know, I'm checking out the time and we're going to take a quick break for our business news you can use. And when we come back, I've got three more questions for you. And we're going to close out the show, okay? Okay. You're listening to 1320 WARLAM Radio. This is Raven Blair Davis. I'm the host of the show of Careers from the Kitchen Table. My guest is Michael Sinoff. So we're going to be right back with more with Michael. As we close out our show, we're going to try to squeeze in three more questions. Isn't he phenomenal? Yes, he is. But right now, you know what? It's time for our business news you can use reporter. Take it away, Regina. All right, so welcome back, everyone, to Careers from the Kitchen Table. Our guest, again, is Michael Sinoff of HardToFindSeminars.com. That's HardToFindSeminars.com. Make sure you check him out. You're going to love all the audios that he has on there and all the great content. You know, Michael, this has been a great hour, and I'm going to really try to squeeze in these next few questions because I know my listeners, and I kind of know the way they think here. And I know they're all hyped to go out and do these interviews, but we have lots of authors out there, and they're probably wondering, Michael, can they take these interviews and combine it in a book collection and an audio collection, or do they need to leave them right in the audio format? I know you talked about transcripts, but I'm actually talking about a hardcover book. Absolutely, Raven, that's a great question. Yes, one of the great things about talking your audio or writing with your mouth is you can do five interviews on, we'll use the example, expert women business owners. And let's say you wanted to write a book, and the title of the book is Best Interviews of Expert Women Business Owners. You do the five interviews, you transcribe them, and you put them together, and guess what? You've got your book. You didn't have to write it all out. Some of these authors take years and years to write books. You talked your book and you compiled the five interviews into a book, the written word. And there are tons of interview books out there right now. There's one with Suzanne Summers on these bioidentical hormones. All it is is interviews with experts on the subject. Yeah, I know. And Conversations with Millionaire is one of the first ones that I've seen like that. And that's really it's getting to be really popular. Now, do they need to format it in a ebook or a book format, or can they just take the transcribed and instead of having 20 or 30 pages, they have 
about 75 to 100 pages. Either way, you can have a digital book, you can call it an e-book or a digital book, or you can go to a traditional printer and have a trade book printed up, or you can make it look like the big boys. There's plenty of resources on my site and interviews with expert publishers that your visitors can learn exactly how to do this and have all the resources to get this done. But one beautiful thing is having it as a digital book and then increasing the value of the price of that by offering the five MP3 interviews where they can download the interviews and have the five interviews as MP3 recordings or you can burn them onto CDs and you can sell CDs with the books by having it in transcript form and digital form and physical form like CD-ROMs you can sell it for more money you've increased the value of it well, you brought up a good point let's talk money real quick Okay, so give us an idea of a good range if we're selling it individually and if we want to sell it as a package. Well, look, I don't want to put a price in the minds of your listeners. Let's say that there was a safe in the middle of the desert, and inside that safe was water, and you are dying of thirst, okay? And let's say that I had the combination to that safe, and I scribbled it on a bar napkin that I got out from the dumpster behind the bar, and I scribbled down those four numbers in the direction to how to turn the knob on the safe to open it so you can get that water. Do you care if it was on a napkin from the dumpster? Dumpster? Mm-mm. Okay, so you don't care what it looked like. All you wanted is what, Raven? The what? The information. You want the information. So some information is more valuable than others, isn't it? I got you. Okay. So it depends on the value of your information, and you have to look into your marketplace, and you got to kind of do competitive analysis. What are other people paying for this information? So okay. that's why you could sell products for thousands of dollars compared to some that you may not be able to get a nickel for. Okay, that makes sense. So in other words, don't be trying to be stuck on one price and say, oh, okay, this is an MP3, I've got to sell it for $9. Oh, this is a transcript, I've got to sell for this. And like you said, look at the value of the content and then do a little bit of comparison. Like do some testing, yeah. You can test different cool. prices. And it's okay to change the prices, right? Sure it is. Okay. You're the boss. What about courses? Can any of your audios be broken down into courses or because you're interviewing people and it's not your content, you can't go there with that? No, you can. Like I keep doing all these interviews. So let's say I have 10 interviews all with sales experts on selling. And I've done that. So I've taken all the interviews I've done with sales experts and I've packaged them into my best interviews on selling. And then I even sell that. So as I do all these free interviews, I can mix and match and package and create products out of all all the different interviews. You can uh, actually create a course from it? Yeah. I have a course called Joint Venture Magic, which is all my interviews packaged together on how to do joint ventures. I have one on cold calling, which is all my cold calling interviews. I mean, what is a course? A course is something that educates and delivers information to someone who wants to learn about a certain topic or subject. Now, you would have to put workbooks, worksheets. You don't have to. I can call a collection of my interviews a course without one workbook. Really? Yeah. Is there a law that says you have to have a workbook with a course? (laughs) No. But for some reason, when you think course, you think a lot of stuff. Look, the thing is, when you own your own business, you get to make the rules as long as they're ethical and you're delivering value. This is great information. I appreciate it. Okay. We were hoping we'd get into some marketing and promoting, so I guess we got two quick final questions. One, if you can give us two tips on marketing and promoting this stuff that we've just created, these awesome dynamic interviews, combination books, courses. And then also, are we going to need a contract? Are we going to have to go get contracts from all these people or what? To do the interviews, when I first started, there's a recording release agreement, which I used to do, but it kind of gets in the way. So I kind of came up with a shortcut. Like, Raven, you and I, we agreed in writing even before that we were going to do an interview, right? Right. And we had an understanding, and we have it in writing. So an understanding and having it in writing basically is a contract. We have in writing that you're going to interview me for your show, and I agreed, and that's all in writing. We didn't have to really sign any kind of legal document, did we? No. It's an understanding. Now, I invite them to do an interview. At the beginning of the interview, I make sure that it's understood. I go, now, you understand that I'm recording the call because you have to do that legally. And then I may say, well, you know, I may be using this interview for promotional purposes or maybe down the road I may package it with a product. But remember, they want to be interviewed because it's going to be future publicity for them. It's never a problem. It's never, ever been a problem. And if someone absolutely has to sign a contract, sign a contract with them if you really want the interview. But don't let that stop you. Just get the agreement when you start your interview on audio, and then you have it documented. 
and then offer them a chance to make money from it, from being an affiliate. Yeah, absolutely. Now, if you're signing up with an affiliate program, when you sign up with that affiliate program and you're saying that you're going to sell their product, that's all in writing and everything. But you can use your own promotion. I mean, they want you to sign up as an affiliate because you may have new ways of selling their product that they never thought of. And your way or your listener's way should be the easiest way and the most effective way, in my opinion, is doing audio interviews and distributing that information through the Internet. Okay, promotion, marketing, can you give us two tips as you close us out? And then we want to find out more about what you're doing and what you got to offer the listeners today. Yeah, promotion and marketing. Okay, number one, listeners, I want you to listen up. This is so, so, so important that you get this right. And I may be guilty of not doing this at all times, but when you decide and you're saying, well, what am I going to do? What am I going to sell? Who am I going to interview? I want you to think about a market where there's a high demand for something. See, you could have the greatest interview, the most skilled interviewer, the most skilled expert on the phone, the highest, most technological recording equipment and the best quality sound, microphones and everything, and you could have the best editing in the world, and you could have that interview up on the most expensive website, and you can start distributing it to millions and millions of people. But guess what? If no one wants what you're selling or no one wants to hear about the topic you're interviewing about, no one's going to buy anything. So the most important thing is you need to pick a subject that people are really hungry to learn about. Right now, people are hungry to learn about how to make money, how to pay their mortgage, how to do cold calling, how to sell better, how to buy a business, marketing. They want to learn how to negotiate, how to do joint ventures, how to land your dream job, how to be a coach. How to develop a USP. What about uh, everyday people that's not interested in business? What are some of the hot topics there? They're not business inclined. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, yeah, it's kind of hard because you're in business. Yeah, I'm thinking business stuff. What do everyday people want to know? I think everyday people do want to know these things. Yeah, I think right now you're probably right. Everyday people uh, got to have a job. They got to pay yeah. their mortgage. They got to learn how to save money on their electric bill. You know, money saving stuff goes across the board. So it's probably some top hobbies like golf, fishing. Absolutely. Golf, golf is a great example. That is an incredible market. These golfers are nuts. They will buy anything and lots of it. That's what I'm talking about a hungry, passionate market. And you got to do your research talking about actually like right now they can go to Google, they can Google whatever their topic is, be it scrapbooking or, you know, a single parent mom or yeah. whatever, and just see what's out there. Go to the forums, F-O-R-U-M-S, and see what some of the questions and concerns are. That's it. Yeah, go to the forums, Google it. Every industry has an association, a trade association. You can go to those trade magazines or those trade websites and learn about the industry. And you may find some niches, you may find some parts of an industry that no one's educating anyone on, that there's no good information on because no one's done it. And then you can be the person who does the interviews with the experts on that missing information and be able to sell that. That's amazing. Okay, so they got all this and they got their site and they've done their research, getting the word out. Social media, let's say somebody has no list or 400 people, you know, very low list. Yeah. I guess nowadays since we have Twitter and Facebook and all that, you don't have to have a list. Just go collect some friends and let them know what you're doing, huh? Well, that's one way. Let's say you have your interview and your interview is designed to sell a product like cold calling. You don't have to have a list. You could set up what's called an alliance or a joint venture. How many times have you gone to a restaurant or gotten your car washed or gotten a haircut or gotten your nails done and that business has ever sent you a letter and said thank you? <laughs> or how many times have they ever sent you a letter and said, you know, thanks for coming in, Raven, and getting your nails done. You know what? If you come back this Friday, we've got a special on getting your hair dyed and stuff like that. Now, very few businesses will do that, but that nail salon, I bet, has the names and mailing address and the contact information of all their clients because they all pay with their visa or they pay check. They have the ability to build a list. They have their in-house customer list. Well, what if you approach them and you said to the nail salon owner that you just did an interview with the world's most renowned manicurist? Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is there are businesses out there who have huge mailing lists, who have huge email lists, and you partner with them, and you bring them the product, and they have the list, and you do a 50-50 split. You say, hey, you want to do a deal? I've got this product. 
you've got this list you never, ever mail to, you never keep up with, and let's email out to your list or let's mail out to your list my offer for my product and we'll split the profit. And why would they say no? They're getting a chance to make money and they don't have to go out and do the work. They don't have to do anything. You've developed a product and they've got the list that they're not doing anything with anyway. They've got no reason to say no. Oh, my goodness. But let's be real. Some people will say no. But don't worry about it. Go approach 10 people and you'll get one or two that will say yes. And that may be all you need to pay your mortgage and your rent for the whole year if you've got the numbers on that list. Well, that's easy. I know, Michael, you have given us so much information and we want to find out more about you and some of the different products and services that I know our listeners can use. Michael, real quick, just name some of the people that they're going to see when they get there. Some of the people they're going to see. A lot of the business and sales circles may know a lot of these people. A lot of your listeners may know the great sales trainer, Tom Hopkins. There's a guy named Kevin Hogan, who is one of the world's renowned experts on body language and persuasion. There's a master direct mail expert named Melvin Powers, one of the world's best copywriters, John Carlton, and another great copywriter, Bob Bly, Ted Siuba, Brian Keith Voiles. A lot of these people are experts within their money-making niche. If you haven't heard of them, don't worry about it. You'll get to know them intimately in the interview, and you'll see why I have these experts on this site. They are the absolute best in the world at what they do. Okay, I appreciate it. Now, I dare any one of your listeners to go to my site. I think they're going to be scared. I don't think they're going to want to do it because you know what's going to happen. I hear it over and over again. People curse me for keeping them up at night. I know. I was just getting ready to say, Michael, when you said that the first thing I said, you're not going to get to sleep because I stayed up like five hours in a row listening to your information with my sister. So you're so right. You're going to curse me. Your wives, your husbands, they're going to kill me because I'm going to take you away from them. Because once you dig in and just really spend a little bit of time and see what I have here waiting for you at this site, it's like the ultimate power if you're into this type of stuff. Now, all you got to do is just go to the site, hardtofindseminars.com. You don't have to sign in or anything. It's all right there from the very first page. There's a little welcome letter, and then you'll see all these links with the subjects of all the different interviews. Now, we're talking about how to make money doing audio interviews. At the site, there's one link, and it's called Talk Yourself Rich Teleseminar. There's three columns of links. When you get to hardtofindseminars.com, on the left column, the second one down, is a six-part teleseminar where I answered 108 questions from my students about how to make money off audio interviews, a teleseminar with Michael Sinoff, and then you have a very detailed teleseminar absolutely free that you can listen online or you can download the transcripts or you can download the mp3 files there is nothing to buy and in this teleseminar i'm not even selling anything but i'm giving you my best answers and education on everything that i've learned over the years on how to make money using audio and i would just encourage your listeners to go check it out that's just one if you're not into making money with audio interviews just look around the site and i guarantee you'll find stuff that will educate you inspire you and possibly change your life now, what's the difference between that one, Michael, and your complete do-it-yourself guide to making money off of audio interviews? Oh, yeah, that is the complete guide to Thank making you. money off interviews. I have a link called Talk Yourself Rich Teleseminar. I sometimes just try and test different headlines for oh, it, but that is the one. That's the same one. Okay, good, good, good. Now, you have a Talk Yourself Rich book as well. The Talk Yourself Rich book, now remember my example, is literally the transcripts of the teleseminars. Okay. You can take a teleseminar or a collection of audio recordings, just like I gave you the example, and there you have your book in printed form. Oh, love it. Mike, thank you so much. We appreciate you coming on and sharing so much information. Thank you, thank you, thank you from the bottom of my heart. You are dynamite. <laughs> Absolutely. Raven, it's been fun. And I appreciate having the opportunity, and I just hope I can change someone's life for the better. Oh, I'm sure you will. And like you said, there's going to be a lot of people that's going to be, this man won't let me sleep because <laughs> they're going to love it. Get ready, drink some good old strong coffee, and go check out Michael Sinoff, founder and executive editor of Hard to Find Seminars.com, like we said, over 117 hours of free, downloadable audio interviews, sales, marketing, business success strategies. I could go on and on. 
All right. Well, thank you so much, Michael. Again, you've been listening to Careers from the Kitchen Table. Again, check him out, hardtofindseminars.com. You're going to love him. I'm going to tell you now, just be prepared to put this one, bookmark it, put in your favorites, because you will be going back and back and back and back and back again. Michael, you're the best. You are the greatest interviewer of all time. <laughs> we appreciate you. You're sweet. Thanks so much. Hi, it's Michael with Michael Sinoff's HardToFindSeminars.com and another bonus tip. How would you like to turn your $28 book or ebook or even a concept in your head into a $3,900 information product? I'll provide you the secrets on how to do this. If you'd like a completely free 30-day trial of my system for turning your simple book or even just a concept in your mind into an information product that you can sell for $9,000, or even as much as $3,900 or more. This system includes a whole range of tricks and tips to help you pack your audio program full of great stories that take control of your listeners' brains. My information product creation system comes with my personal guarantee that you'll create an information product worth from $97 to $497 that's designed to sell like hotcakes. This is a 30-day free trial. If you'd like information on this, please email me at michael at hardtofindseminars.com. In the subject line, write in all caps, $28 book, and I'll email you information on how to turn your $28 book or even a concept in your mind into a $3,900 information product.